And the reason that I compete isn't to live up to somebody else's expectations. It's like, yeah, the judge's critiques are really important, but not because I care about their opinion. Their opinions are helpful, but I want, you know, we believe that our bodies are a temple. So we want to, we want, we want to steward that and show gratitude for the bodies that we've been given while we, while we have them. And that includes taking care of them, making sure they look good and not abusing them. Would you trade your for a part of gold? Cause the devil is eating at my goals. Hey podcast, so this episode is special. This is the supersetyourlife.com podcast. If this is your first time joining us, this is your weekly dose of inspiration, entertainment, and education to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. So welcome. And for this episode, we are actually the ones being interviewed on the Carnivore Cast, which is such an honor. I mean, if you just Google, really what you should do is stop this recording right now and go check out his show because it's the same interview. After we were interviewed on Scott's show, the Carnivore Cast, I just asked him, I was like, would it be okay if you just sent that raw recording to us and we could publish it on our platform too? I think it'd be a good refresher for everybody to hear our story. You know, here we are on the supersetyourlife.com podcast interviewing guest after guest after guest and it's been a while since we've really told our story so if you'd like to listen to it here great if not go ahead and check out his show you'll find a whole bunch of bodybuilders uh, ketogenic athletes marathon runners dietitians scientists um, medical professionals inventors i mean the list just goes on and on and on of, high, of all these high caliber guests that he has on his show and uh the reason this is such an honor is because I've been listening to him for years now, and it was the first real resource that I stumbled across when I, I just literally Googled carnivore diet. And first thing that I do whenever I learn anything is go find the podcast on it because I don't really have a lot of time to read books. And uh, I've just been consuming every single episode of this guy's for years. Finally, I reached out and asked if he would be willing to be interviewed on our show, and he was nice enough to give us his time to be able to do that. And um, well, it's been about a year and he re he returned the favor and asked if we wanted to be on his show. So had a wonderful conversation with the man. I really, really respect what he's doing. I think you're going to like this conversation. And yeah, you definitely need to go check out the Carnivore cast. Okay. Last thing is coaching. If you are looking for a meal plan for a carnivore diet that is specifically geared towards your aesthetic goals, your health goals, your preferences, you can text MEAT, M-E-A-T, to 206-743-1346. I would love to be in touch with you. Um, or you can go to our website, which is supersetyourlife.com. You'll be able to find a link to where you can schedule a consultation that way. Okay, and we're gonna get into the interview right now with Scott Colt Milton is a carnivore bodybuilding coach, a proud dad and husband, and co-owner of Superset Your Life, which includes awesome custom gym attachments, merchandise, and an incredible podcast with his wife, Taylor Milton, who also joins me. She's the CEO of Skullbells, and on their podcast, they discuss debate, rant, and interview featured guests, including myself in a past episode on developing a healthy, purpose-filled lifestyle. Welcome to the show, Colt and Taylor. Thanks for having us. Thank you, sir. Yeah, of course. My pleasure. Um, so I, I've talked to you both a lot 
um, and follow your story very closely, but I don't know how familiar my audience is. So um, what's your, what's your health story? How did you get to where you are today? Okay. Well, yeah. So we met at Eastern Washington university, both of us were college athletes and playing hockey together. And um, we decided that our direction that we were going in school wasn't really serving our future and what we believed that God was calling us to do. And so we were like, okay, let's, let's make some changes. So we were, uh, we've always been really entrepreneurial and we were talking about ideas of opening up like everything from steakhouses to jazz clubs to you name it. And then finally we were, um, we, we moved to Seattle to pursue more business opportunities and tried a number of e-commerce opportunities and whatnot. And, um, things worked for a while while we were there and then COVID hit and uh, our whole life pretty much got turned upside down. <laughs> Um, up to then, I'd done a handful of bodybuilding competitions. I think I did eight um, natural drug-tested shows, and all of them were with a uh, meat-based diet, but very high in carbs. So I would say that carbs were my primary fuel source throughout all those shows. Um, tried keto, tried it to fit your macros, and then wasn't able to really get super competitive until I hired a coach. And he had me cut out sugar. He had me really clean up my diet, held me accountable. Um, when you have all these emotions going through you and you're pushing yourself harder than anything that you've ever done in your life, like it's, um, it gets really easy to fake it, to, to say, oh, I've earned a cheat day or, oh, I, I think that I can, you know, I, I think that my diet needs this or I feel like I need this. Um, you know, having that outside, having that outside perspective is, uh, is, is, is really important. So um, that's what brought us up to about when, when COVID hit that last show, I didn't even want to do that when I was so burnt out and my wife was like, you can do this. You're so close to becoming. <laughs> and, and, and she like called my coach and was like, let's make this happen for Colt. And I was like, okay, guys, I don't know what I do without you. So we flew to Edmonton. I got second place again. <laughs> so yeah. Well, we knew you we were going to be taking a few years off. So we're like, we might as well just call out the bang. We were like, li- I was literally like two or three weeks away from delivering our daughter. And we flew over there and he did amazing. Um, but his body was ready for a break because it was three straight years of competing. Yeah. I started to lose some muscle by that point too, just from yeah. staying, staying shredded for so long. And having that many carbs in my diet just wasn't really serving me well enough at that point. So after the pandemic hit, you know, we, uh, I lost my corporate job. And so we walked, went all in with personal training, online training. School um, bells. That's when school bells started and skull bells. Yeah. So we were training body, bodybuilding competitors and people that want similar results, which is based, you know, bodybuilding, right. It's by definition, it's more muscle, less fat, mm-hmm. um, building something, making it look aesthetic and, whether it's somebody that wants to step on stage or not, uh, that's been really what our niche is and having a health first approach. Um, So we went all in with that, went all in with inventing our, uh, our patented skull dumbbells, skull curl bars and skull cable attachments. And so those are three really good products that are, that have really been taken off. We've been focusing on the cable attachments right now. Um, And then after six months of, doing that um actually no it was right around when we started i i just i just had this thought i was like you know what i've heard so many things about the carnivore diet why have i not given that one a try i've tried just about everything else and the trend was i just kind of i kind of kept eliminating more and more foods the more that we went on you know you 
first thing you do is clean up and cut sugar. And then you go, okay, if I take it a step further, I could go paleo. And then that's a little more restrictive. And I take it a step further. I could cut out carbs altogether, basically keto. And then I was like, well, I'm, I'm basically almost doing this just straight up carnivore diet without, without even any vegetables or anything. And so let me just give that a try. Cause I just felt the better and better, the more that I restricted my diet personally. Um, as you know, a lot of people are moderators and a lot of people, if you tell them that, that they can't have sugar, they'll, they'll, they'll lose their mind. Um, I, I have a bite of sugar and I lose my mind. You know, like I, I can't really stop. And so I found it much uh, more sustainable to be able to use a meat based meat based diet. And both of us find it a lot more sustainable to have rules that we stick with and that we, and that we adhere to. And, you know, we really don't have cheat days where we eat things that aren't in our meal plan. Um, our cheat days is having a, is, is, is having a really nice steak or having a really nice, what are we having tonight? Pork tenderloin, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I had chicken a couple nights ago. So nice. Pretty much good right now. That's awesome. How about you, Taylor? How have you found the diet? How did it evolve for you? Um, so like I said, we had our last baby, um, two years ago, like, um, the 24th of November. And after we had moved here, after we moved to Vancouver from Seattle, which was August of 2020, um, I was finally in the point side of C-section with her where I was ready to start getting like losing the baby weight, getting back into shape. Cause I've been an athlete my entire life. And both of my pregnancies are really hard. And it just kind of took over my life at a point where I just didn't even recognize myself anymore. And, um, I had preeclampsia with our son. So I gained a bunch of weight with him. I never really lost it. And then I got pregnant like nine months later. So it was just back to back pregnancies. And so I was, I was like, ready. I was ready to get back to the gym and to just feeling better. And, I think we went keto that August of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's when you started carnivore, but that's when I started keto. And I was keto up, basically up until a few months ago, but I didn't start working out until January-ish. And then between January and now I've lost almost 50 pounds, which wow. is awesome. Yeah it's, amazing. Been, yeah, it's been amazing. And I went carnivore two months ago, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, because I just like a higher protein diet to begin with. Like I liked keto, but, um, I like carbs aren't a pro like, I mean, I like carbs, but not having carbs aren't a problem for me. And I really enjoy just high protein. That was a hard part for keto was I couldn't eat high protein. So Colt was like, yeah, you should just try carnivore for a few weeks and see how you like it. And I love it. So <laughs> I've never felt better. I'm never bloated. Um, I like my digestion is really good. My mental clarity is there. So hair loss is better. Yeah. I had some pretty crazy hair loss, which I now think was due to having COVID. I've now mm. noticed that there's a trend that it's a long symptom of having COVID. Um, but I did have some hair loss like throughout the summer, which I thought was from the weight loss, but, um, my, but since then though, since I went carnivore, I've noticed that's like, I have a ton of regrowth happening. So yeah, it's yeah. been good. I think getting out of long-term chronic ketosis for you was a good move. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, and here we are. <laughs> Very cool. And do you, it sounds like, do you both find a higher protein version of the diet works well for you? Or do you, do you need to like supplement fat? How does that work? We both eat higher fat in the beginning of the day. Um, so like, and we end the day on a lower, lower fat, really high protein. Uh, 
So like I'll, for my breakfast, I'll have like ground beef. And then I really like just cooking it with some cauliflower rice and then some marinara and throwing in a lot of goat cheese to make it really creamy. Nice. So a really high fat and high protein meal. And you do something similar, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we just, as the day goes by, we kind of get lower in the fats. Um, yeah. Things like pork, you know, eggs, we'll have those towards the front end of the day. So my yeah. macro, my macros right now, by the end of the day are about 450 grams of protein wow. no carbs, and about 80, 90 grams of fat. Okay. And I I like doing that. That's kind of been a sweet spot because then I can train fasted in the morning uh, with a protein shake, a little little bit of just like something to get the protein stimulus going um, and a whole bunch of salt too, and get those electrolytes in there. Um, Give the, give all my supplements, something to like some fats to digest with and maybe like a little bit of ground beef or something. But I mean, for the most part, pretty fasted. And then I'll have a long workout. I found that with a high protein, um, you know, with the, with the keto diet, I find that I can work out like pretty much any time during the day. And it's a lot more flexible. The only way that I've personally found out how to make the high protein approach work is having a lot of lean protein right before bed, because then all, all that extra protein gets converted to carbohydrates by a process called gluconeogenesis. And then the protein becomes my fuel the next day, but it's such a long digestive and kind of an inefficient metabolic process, uh, which is fine because I'm, a, I'm asleep, you know, it's not like I'm doing anything. I wake up a little groggy sometimes like more so than on keto, but it's worth it because I think the benefits, at least for me, I've found the benefits to outweigh the, the downsides. So I'll wake up in the morning full, like I'm full of glycogen. Like I had carbs the night before, because it basically just got converted to carbs anyway. Mm. I'll wake up, have a little bit of food, um, do my office work, and then take my pre-workout, crush my workout. Um, and then after that, have a higher fat, higher, uh, you know, moderately high protein meal with about 80 to 90 grams of protein. For me, that's, I know for most people, that's pretty high, but for me, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> have a decent amount of fat in that meal because that's the least likely time that I'm going to store fat and then keep my insulin levels fairly low throughout the day. That fat is very, very good brain fuel. So then I'm more productive throughout the rest of the second half of the day on my computer in the shop, um, more active with my kids and everything. And so my energy is pretty good. If I go like over hundred grams of protein, then I think it bumps up my insulin too much and I kind of crash it. So then I have all my, all the rest of my protein pretty close to bed because of the gluconeogenesis process to become my fuel for the next day. And it's all lean protein. So it really can't get stored as fat. So yeah, that, that's a really cool approach. Thanks. Yeah. And he just went through a uh, carnivore bodybuilding, like mock prep because he's going to compete in 2022. And so he wanted to see how his body did. So he did that. Yeah. So far through the summer, right? So yeah. So far we've been getting a lot of criticism. People say that you need carbs to build muscle and it's just not true. You just, you need, you, you need a stimulus, you yeah. need water, you need protein and you need rest. And that's about it. You don't, there's no, there's no place that carbs have that specifically add to building muscle other than fueling your body. Yeah. But if you that fuel from somewhere else, as long as you're getting enough, you know, 
it doesn't really matter where you get it. Like I'm eating just as much calories and just as much food as anybody else is trying to build muscle right now. Yeah. But it, it just, for me, it just happens. Carbs don't happen to be a part of it because it's not sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you look great. Um, so it's clearly working really well for you. <laughs> and it sounds like you have a very intelligent approach to managing not only the bodybuilding, but also your health and your um, energy levels for all the important entrepreneurial ventures you're doing. So um, I really like that approach. Um, and you mentioned you have, you have children. So how do you, they eat? How does, how does you, how do you feed your family? Um, I mean, we let them like, so we don't have any sugar in our house, so they don't eat sugar unless we're like at our family's house because people think it's hilarious to give children sugar for some reason. <laughs> but it's like my, my sisters and you know, everybody's favorite thing to do is give our kids sugar. So we save it for that time. Um, and I mean, they eat like for breakfast, I'll do like toast and eggs because they both really like bread right now. Um, but our, our daughter is less picky than our son. I think it's cause he's older and he's, you know, three and a half. And so he knows what he likes more, but our daughter literally eats anything. She eats salad. She eats all kinds of meat. Um, I mean, she eats everything. So, I mean, her diet's not really specific. James definitely sticks with like chicken. He loves beef. Um, Colt has given him like beef heart and what else? A yeah, few times. It, it grosses out Taylor. So, like, yeah. if she's not around, I'll, I'll give him raw deer heart and like whatever. Yeah. I'm he eats it. I'm like, we're, I don't know. Yeah. And it's like the half the time I can really get the kid to eat anything besides yogurt. But um, yeah, I mean, our kids diet, like there is very similar to ours, but they definitely eat, they eat carbs more than we do, but we try to keep the carbs to sweet potatoes. And then I do Ezekiel bread. So. That's great. That's awesome. That sounds like uh, and a, lot really of, a lot of fat. We do a lot, we do a really high fat diet with them. Yeah. Because neither of them drink milk. Mm. Um, they just never have liked it. And so we just need to make sure we're getting them fat for their brain health. So they mm. eat her and, um, James loves protein shakes. So we'll make him, um, like a peanut butter protein shake with like half cream and half like macadamia nut milk. So, wow. Yeah. Sounds delicious. <laughs> and, and do you think it's helped their like behavior or their energy um, to eat this way? Uh, yeah. Cause we, we really both notice a big difference. Like if we're at family's house or whatever, someone else gives them even like specifically sugar, they both act just crazy. <laughs> have a sugar crash and then, um, they, then they, don't, they don't sleep well then they wake up yeah angry the next it's just day. a cycle that isn't fun to deal with it's not good for anybody no um and like they eat fruit and stuff like every day um but we don't like i mean the right like sugar sugar we don't give them um but there is we can really tell a difference because we're really in tune with what they eat and how they act um so yeah it definitely makes a difference <laughs> that's cool and um how so how did you get into coaching? How did that begin? And, and, um, what, what types of people do you help? Yeah, I started with, started with bodybuilders, competitive bodybuilders that were, that were doing the same thing that I was doing, but really just wanted to compete. And then I think you do what, what everybody does to start is you coach a couple people for free. And then you have to stop doing that really quick because then <laughs> you, when you, you realize how much time it actually takes run out of time really quick. Yeah. And so then, you know, started charging what the actual transformation was worth and what it was, what it was worth to them. And then just take it one step at a time and word of mouth starts to starts to spread. But yeah, we just, it, it's something to where, you know, how they say that you, you relive your childhood through your kids. Mm -hmm. 
it's kind of the same thing. I mean, like stepping on stage and accomplishing something is fun, but eventually it's like, okay, another trophy. Okay. Another show, another show. And then when you can relive the experience through somebody else, it's, it's almost like it's 10 times more fun and 10 times more rewarding, you know? And, and the reason that I compete isn't to live up to somebody else's expectations. It's like, yeah, the judges critiques are really important, but, not because I care about their opinion, their opinions are helpful, but I want, you know, we believe that our bodies are a temple. And so we want to, we want, we want to steward that and show gratitude for the bodies that we've been given while we, while we have them. And that includes taking care of them, making sure they look good and not abusing them. So that's what competing really means to us is, is, is optimizing that the best that we can and being able to teach somebody else how to do the same thing without obsessing over what place they get without um, pushing their body to the extreme by um, abusing drugs and, and turning into, into something that's unhealthy and narcissistic. That's been our approach and what we think the sport really should be. Yeah. Really, really like, I say we, because we work together, but Colt's the trainer. Um, but we really love working with women who are like, you know, maybe post kids um, in like the 30 to 50 year range, just because I, we feel like we relate to them really well. I don't know. It's, and Colt works so well with males and females, but I think he just has like this thing about him where when he's working with a gal, like he just connects well and they, you know, the he they trust him and women are so coachable yeah. <laughs> guys argue they think that they think that they have a better a better approach and stuff and yeah the way the, 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 the ladies it's like their communication over email is great it's, it's like yeah. they do the plan just like it's written down you know? yeah we love our clients all of them they're awesome yeah so. that's cool that's great and um you've had some like amazing transformations with your clients um, and we we're messaging Colt that some of the results you've seen with Carnwork, can you talk a little bit about um, how, how you've, how you've done that and some of the results you've seen? Absolutely. Yeah. I think, thanks for asking. I guess the first one just right off the top of her head should be Dana. She's, she's in Ohio. She heard about us on uh, Robert Sykes show, the Keto Savage podcast when we were interviewed there and, um, and, so, and started following us. And, and then, so we connected on Instagram and just kind of talked here and there for, like a year, all three of us did. Um, and then eventually she asked about coaching. So we started her on the carnivore diet few months ago, five or six weeks ago. Yeah. Something like that. And just the uh, straight high protein approach. So basically the same macros that I'm doing that right now, that's what she's doing. And that's what's working the best for everybody. Like literally the people that are getting the best results are the ones that are eating nothing but steak every single day. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I feel best when I eat nothing but steak every single day. It's just, it, the the only reason why I'm not right now is because I just can't justify the cost. Like, it's like, man, like I could, I, I could be eating steak every day or we could put in a supplement order. We could get this merchandise order going. We could, you know, like I could do something nice for my wife. It's like, man, like it's, it's hard to justify that much. Yeah. So we're have you know, I'm getting by with a lot of pork and chicken and just eggs kind of random stuff right now. But, but if somebody can do steak every day, good quality source steak. I mean, your digestion is great. You feel great. Sleep is great. Um, your libido is great. I mean, just it, it's, it's a superfood. It really is just like what's, what's uh, Sean Baker says in his book, the carnivore diet. Yeah. So that's basically what she's doing. Um, 
and she has some other meets here and there too. But I would say that's what over half of all of our clients are doing. And they're all building muscle and losing fat at the same time. Yeah. Um, and, and, and the, 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 the brain fog goes away. I mean, all the benefits that you talk about on your show that just got me curious enough to want to try it myself. Um, but yeah, Dana had, she was, she started off her first week was great. Second week she got COVID and that was two, that lasted about two weeks. And so she's just getting back into it now and had the best week of best workout week of her life. Yeah. She's so excited. These last few days and she just yeah. texted us this morning and she's like, I want to do a bodybuilding competition. <laughs> we just started laughing. We're like, we called it. <laughs> we knew you'd eventually want to. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah. Cause she's like mid thirties done having kids. And so she was just like, kind of at that hormonal, like, I can't lose any more weight. She'd lost like what, 65 pounds on keto. Mm-hmm. Just had a toe, So she came to us looking to kind of beat that plateau and I think- boy, did she. Yeah, I think a lot of people that have been on keto for a while and they hit a plateau, it's, it's just something that is so different because the fats are so low, but like they're, they're still reasonable because like if I was eating, if I was eating 450 grams of protein, 90 grams of fat, zero grams of carbs, that's what I'm eating right now, right? If I was to switch that up into 225 protein, 225 carbs, 90 grams of fat, my calories would be the same but I promise you I would get fat. It's just, if I, if I eat that much, yeah, no, I got, I got shredded when I was on the, when I was doing high carbs because my fats were 10, 20 grams a day and they were, they were, they were were high on my off days. And so my, my off days, I would have no carbs and I would have like 90 to hundred grams of fat. So that's actually pretty similar to what we do with our carbivores is what we call them we probably didn't, we're probably not the first ones to come up with that term, but essentially what it is, it's a meat-based diet, but also very high in carbs on training days. So Lawrence for his last bodybuilding competition, that's what we did with him and, and did a very similar diet with Todd, our guy that has scoliosis. Um, he's, he's, he's been 5% body fat for two months now. And I don't even know how he's maintaining that. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, that's, that's why I call him every day. I'm like, are you doing okay? You're doing okay. Right? <laughs> He's like, yep, still building muscle. I'm like, okay. And he's, he is so excited. He's getting jacked now. Yeah, no, he's a super vascular. Every time, every time I'm around, he, he lives at a distance. And so when I, when I go up to coach him or when he comes to work out with me, I'm just like taking videos of him the whole time. I'm like, dude, like, I, I can't stop, man. Like, I, <laughs> every muscle in every vein right now, this is crazy. But yeah, he's going to compete too. He wants to compete. Yeah, yeah, he does. So we're going to get him on stage too. But basically, with, with when the carbs are in the equation, that makes things more complicated. And so you got to be more disciplined with it. But what we've been doing is that first meal, it's kind of the same pattern. That first meal is high fat when his insulin is low because he wakes up and there's no carbs in it. So we get his fats in there. Second meal is lean protein, no fats, higher carbs. Third meal is the same thing as the second meal. Takes his pre-workout before his workout, obviously works out like around four or five. And then after that, he has protein and carbs and then another couple hours of protein and carbs right before bed. So he's more off the top of my head. I think his macros are around 200 grams of protein, 200 grams of carbs and like 20 grams of fat on his, on his training days. And then on his rest day, he has over a hundred grams of fat 
225 grams of protein and no carbs. So I, th I think his fats are like around 150 actually on his off days. So by the end of the week, he's still getting a decent amount of fat. And that's how we're making sure that his testosterone's good, his hormones are good, brain health and everything and everything is functional. So he's able to burn fat in, in the mornings, his insulin is low, and he's able to build muscle in the in the, in the evenings. And he's been keeping that up for 14, 15 weeks now. He's been with us and he's he, he was down 17 pounds of fat and up seven pounds of muscle <laughs> made an Instagram post a few weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah. Everybody's seeing good results. Super exciting. And everybody, so. everybody just needs something different too. Like, yeah. That's, that's why I love that podcast that you did with Danny Conway a few episodes ago. Oh where, yeah. That was so good. <laughs> where she was, where she was talking about yeah, this, uh, some of my clients, I haven't eat carbs. Some of my clients I haven't keto. And I was like, wow, that's, that's brilliant. I mean, because that, that's, that's what we do. You know, we felt kind of weird because we are like, we're not really the carnivore coach. We're not really the keto coaches. It's like, we, 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 we know everything. And so we, we don't know everything. We, we know a little bit of everything. And so we just teach whatever we're experienced with, depending on the person and yeah, and whatever so, they want to do. Yeah. Some people do great on carbs and some people do a lot better, a lot better without it. So yeah, that's really cool. Right tool for the right job. Um, and I guess what, um, where do you, have you learned so much about like how to do your own bodybuilding, like tweaking? I know you posted about your like mock peak, um, which is really cool. Colt, um, has a lot of that come from Robert Sykes and Keto Savage or like, how have you gotten some of that knowledge? Yeah, that, that's one of the things that I really respect about Robert is he literally just shares all of his macros, everything that he's learning. I mean, you kind of learn that about people that are in the carnivore and keto space. I mean, nothing against people that are fans of other diets or anything, but like, it seems that like the biosense guy, Jim Howard, you know, it's the, the, the guy, the, the, the guy that invented the uh, medical grade uh, ketone breath. People like that. It's just, they're, they're so excited to share what they know because they know that this is just groundbreaking. Yeah. Uh, this is groundbreaking information, you know, and it's changing lives and people are healthier because of it. And, and it's new, like the science, the science is coming out is the carnivore diet isn't new. That's how our ancestors ate, but yeah. this, but the, but the science and the studies are, are way behind where they should be. And so now as they're, as they're catching up, you know, people like Robert and people like Jim and people like you um, really just want to share this kind of stuff. And, you know, we don't really care who gets the credit. I think that's the, the cool culture about what we, what we see in the carnivore and the keto space. Um, so as far as, as far as our information and where, where we learn this kind of stuff, it's, yeah, man, it's listening to, to your podcast. It's diving into books like uh, the carnivore diet. I'm just looking at my shelf right now. Primal blueprint by, um, by Mark Sisson. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, not just reading it verbatim, but looking up the studies and making sure that they know what they're talking about and doing my, my due diligence too. Just like, just like you helped me. I think I asked you that when you were on our show, I was like, how do you research this kind of stuff? And so that, that was, that was a while ago. I asked you that question. So ever since you told me that I've been, um, you know, I've, I've been doing my due diligence too, to make sure that we're, that, that what we're, what, what we're doing for ourselves, first of all, we're, we're living it. And so we're, we're experiencing it. Everything that we teach is stuff that we've obviously done. Yeah. Uh, but making sure that like long-term, okay, is this healthy, is this sustainable, stuff like that. And also like 
getting checkups on ourselves too, because a lot of people are like freaked out about our cholesterol and our heart health and all this stuff. And I just had a ton of blood work done like a few weeks ago. And like my, my blood glucose level is lower than it's been in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And, um, all of like my, the different cholesterol levels, I don't even know what they are, but they're all like great ranges. I go see a naturopath doctor who I love and like internally, I'm like the healthiest I've ever been. So, which is super exciting. Yeah. That's amazing. And you know, he had his done a few few months ago as well and everything was good. So, yeah. That's great. And, um, talk a little bit about superset your life and what, what it's all about. Can you talk about the brands, what you're trying to achieve with it, some stuff you've done lately? Sure. Yeah. So when it comes to going to the gym, there's people that go for strength. There's people that go for functionality. There's people that go because they, their doctor told them to go. There's people that go because they want to look a certain way. We're the last one. We focus on aesthetics. So we teach. Um, so, so we have four pillars. The bottom one is hypertrophy. That's the foundation. And then the first pillar is aesthetics. Second one is strength. Third one is health. And fourth one is purpose. And the reason for that is because um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's book, the bodybuilding encyclopedia, the bodybuilding Bible, whatever you want to call it. That book is not just a book on bodybuilding. It's a book on, uh, it's, it's a success book too. You know, there's a lot of goal setting and there's a lot of like, what you're, what are you going to do with the rest of your life because of, because of taking this first step kind of thing. So, um, he had, he's, he's always preached that, that everything in life is sets and reps, sets and reps, you know, when it comes to acting, when it comes to learning how to do anything else, if you've spent some time in the gym and seen results, it's just so tangible that you can apply that to anything. So, um, the terms, the term superset means that what, what it is in, uh, in gym terminology, workout terminology is it, it's a, a superset is a pair of exercises that are, uh, typically opposites. Um, so we'll just use an example of Arnold's favorite example, which is a bench press and a chin up one works the chest, one works the back. So they're opposite muscle groups and nobody really knows why there's a lot of scientific reasons that kind of all add up and make this happen but basically if you do a set of bench and then you do some chin-ups you go back to do bench you can bench more you're pumping up your biceps in your back and so that gives you a little more leverage on your back it also sends some neurological signal the body's very complex so there's a lot that happens between sets when you alternate between the two so being kind of methodical we just we put our heads together we're like hmm, you know what working out in and of itself is kind of a superset that makes us uh, a better husband, a wife, better team, better parents, better parents makes us more engaged in things that are uh, less superficial than, than the gym and, and that are, um, that, that are, that, that are more important. So business life. Yeah. Time. So that brings us back to our four pillars, which is aesthetics. So we focus on aesthetics. That's, that's the goal. You know, we find that most people have a very difficult time, uh, going into the gym, being motivated to just to be healthy. But if you have a goal that's like, no, I want to, I, I want to look this way by this date, or I have a wedding that I want to get ready for, or I'm going to have some photo stuff. I'm going to go on a vacation. You know, like there's a reason that you, that, that you, that you want to change the way that you look. Yeah. Um, that's something that's more tangible and is more likely to get you out of bed and hold you accountable to, to that, to that goal. And then the byproduct of that is strength and being healthier and, and your, and your, and your purpose. And so it all comes down to supersetting your life. 
Um, but for, for us, it just happens to focus on aesthetics. You know, some people set goals around strength. Strength has a part in our programs too, but it's not the focus. I'm actually one of the weakest guys that you'll see in the gym. I try to use the lightest weights and get as much mileage out of them as I can, make sure that the muscle is doing the work and that I'm not um, hurting myself, not setting myself up for injury. So I'm not yeah. the guy that's typically ego lifting or anything. Yeah. And not just like Colt says, it just kind of, I don't want to use the word oozes. What's what propels you into every other area of life. So when you get your workout in, um, I mean, generally you feel really good. You might not feel great right after if you worked out really hard, but, um, I don't know anybody who's regretted a workout and who's like, Oh man, I really wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, yeah, it's become my therapy. Like yeah. if, if I, if I don't get my workout, I, I, I hate rest days. I just feel off on rest days. He's know? not a happy person to be around on rest days. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I've gotten some, you know, it, and, and right, rightfully so they're probably right in their accusations, but I've gotten some flack from my in-laws and stuff. And like, your husband sure spends a lot of time in the gym. Does it bother you how much time it spends? <laughs> and finally she was like, it used to, but now it bothers me when he doesn't go to the gym. <laughs> That's never good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we just noticed like, I mean, everybody, when they take control of their health, they start taking control of other areas of their life that they probably need to start looking at and, and putting more time into, whether that's finances, whether, what, you know, your job, whether that's relationships with your, your spouse or your kids or, um, your faith or whatever. It's like, we just, we've found that if you can take control of your, of your fitness, because that's honestly one of the only things you can control in your life, um, that you can start chipping away at these other areas um, that sometimes are harder to kind of get the control of. And, um, I don't know, you have a better self-image. You feel great about yourself, but then you're, and that is, it's a, it's a domino effect. It's that, it's that lead domino, you know, it's like your decisions throughout the rest of the day about what you eat are now based on the fact that you had a workout, or if you're working out later in the day, you're going to, you're going to eat the proper fuel to make sure that you're not bloated and you're going to throw it up when you go to the gym. (laughs) Either way, whenever, whenever you're working out, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a good solid foundation that the rest of the day just kind of hinges on. Yeah. Yeah. And our vision with it too. Um, cause I think you asked about that, like our, yeah. our plans are with that, oh, right, right. um, is so right now we're personal, like personal training full time. And then, you know, building our collection of our, our, uh, our cable cable rope attachments and then hopefully in the next few months we'll get started on our second generation of the dumbbells and the curl bars yeah Laura's and the straight on the, bars she's, yeah she's working on the skull right now the big skull for the for yeah the we're just there's a few design things that we're having to work around plus the crazy increase in price of steel and i mean everything we bought all this so those were good there yeah but we just have to buy a bunch of rubber and um, so working on those, but our goal is to have an entire set made for, of crowbars, straight bars, and then dumbbells to put into our gym. Because so our plan is to open up a gym here, um, cool. classic bodybuilding gym. And, um, thankfully our area doesn't have, I think there's one other like small business gym here, right? There's, yeah. There's, there's a big niche for it here. Yeah. And so, um, and then, so opening that up, hopefully by like 2023, but our goal is to self-fund as much as possible with personal training. And so um, that's why we're taking the slow route with it. Cause we don't want to go and take out a hundred thousand dollar loan. So, um, and then with that, we have um, a really big calling on both of our hearts to help people with eating disorders. And so we're hoping to open up like a, 
kind of like an eating disorder support group through our gym. Um, and then um, at some point opening up a Bible study, because that's huge for us too. So, and then we do want to open up um, a gym in Montana. And then maybe a lot, my dad lives in Alaska and Sitka, it's a really small town. They only have one gym. So we are hoping maybe that would be a good place too. Good connections, good market. Yeah. So we want to have them like around the U S too. So like, that's kind of like our biggest vision for it all, but our gym isn't actually going to be super set your life. It's going to be school bells gym. So, but it's all part of super set your life. (laughs) That's amazing. I, I love just how integrated all aspects of your, both of your lives are. I think it's so cool. Um, and I can tell you're both like very much living your purpose every day. We are. Um, yeah. So. I'd, I'd be, I'd be, not, I'd be nothing without her. Yeah. No, we, we put in probably like 18, 19 hour days from wake up and we're getting back to emails from people from China because that's when they're like, just going to bed. And let's see yesterday, you just got a reseller resellers permit, permit approved. I mean, yeah, we're working all the time, but it's worth it though. I mean, we get to stay home with our kids, which is the most important thing. We don't have to send them to pre or to daycare. Yeah. And for us, but being in Washington, like that's an important thing for us. I'm going to start homeschooling them in the next year or two, um, which is going to be crazy, but it needs to happen. So um, we're just kind of setting up our life for that to happen. And so we're glad that we can, you know, be home and, and raise them, but also just work really hard and set our own hours and just, you know, play the game of life. (laughs) Very cool. Well, um, this has been fantastic. Really appreciate both of you, Taylor and Colt coming on. Um, Always a pleasure to chat with you. Where can folks find out more about you? And I'll of course have links to everything in the show notes as well. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. The best and most obvious place would just be supersetyourlife.com. All one word. Second best bet would be our, I would say YouTube would be a better one. We've been pretty consistent about getting a, a, a new video every day. So we'll plug the YouTube channel. It is Skullbells TV, S-K-U-L-L-B-E-L-L-Z-T-V, all one word. And then yeah, my Instagram is at Colt Milton, C-O-L-T-M-I-L-T-O-N. Colt, just like the gun, but uh, Glocks are better. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I'll definitely have all that. And um, really looking forward to following along with both of you two. And uh, thanks to the audience for listening. And thank you both for such a great interview. Yeah, thank you so for much, sure. Scott. Thank you, Scott. Hey, thank you listeners for joining us on this episode. If you found this helpful or entertaining, we ask if you would please share this with a friend. That would be awesome. We'd love to hear your feedback. So any ratings or reviews are very much appreciated. We do have a new episode every Saturday morning, so please subscribe so you don't miss those. And of course, if you have any questions about a custom designed carnivore meal plan, if that is something that you would like to implement in your life, text meat m-e-a-t to 206-743-1346 would love to get in touch with you thanks again god bless you bye-bye